The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, Episode 88. The Duck Boat Tour, air quote, craze was started in 1946 in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. Quack, quack. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that'll teach you how to travel more while spending less and probably make you a little bit more of a nerd. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is super cool, super independent traveler, Jason Moore. Mm. Well, we're about to dispel that myth right here on this episode, Trav. You want to share what we're talking about today? Because this is going to get really, really geeky, really, really fast. And our if we had any mystique at all about being cool, independent budget travelers or cool, which... You know, we're okay, guys, but we're about to just completely blow your minds with how nerdy we can, in fact, be. Yeah, today, a super fun episode. Jason came up with this idea. I was on board the second I heard of it. We are going to tell you the 14 super touristy but super awesome travel activities that we love doing when we travel. And you all hear the refrain all the time, like, Oh, that's so touristy. I don't do that. Or, you know, I'm getting off the beaten path. And everyone kind of thinks like touristy is a really bad travel word. But hey, these are things that we love doing that are defined as touristy. We'll put on our fanny packs. We'll wear our socks and sandals. We'll get the suntan lotion out. All those typical dorky travel things that you think. These are activities that we do when we're out and about because... They are super touristy, but they're also super awesome and super fun. And I think people really have to realize that. So we are, we're taking a bullet here for everyone else, right? We are, we are saying, here is our cool shield and it is totally shattered right now. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, I've been thinking maybe we should start compiling pictures. Like I could do a post on Zero to Travel or we could, we could do on an EPOP with just pictures of us being super touristy. Like literally, I will rock the sandals with the socks just for you so you can see that in action and maybe we'll even do some hidden camera stuff who knows i mean we could we could go all day with this dude i actually dressed up as a tourist once for halloween and it was the most one of the most fun costumes i ever had yeah that is so funny because maybe we can have people send in their most touristy pictures again this is a, supposed to be a bad word in the into hey we're independent travelers and we know everything that's going on type mindset but really i'm going we're going to embrace the tourist word today we want to hear your stories if you have pictures of you being touristy that would be hilarious you can tweet us at pack of peanuts for those pictures if we get enough we'll compile them we'll put them up that would be really funny maybe we'll take some uh photos of us being touristy as well and you can also like leave us a comment and let us know just touristy stuff that you do that, hey, you're going to do it and you love it and you don't care if everyone says that's so touristy. You can leave that at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash tourist nerds, tourist nerds. We thought that was very apropos for today. 
Yeah. Is this like the line in the sand, you know, where everybody jumps on one side and the other group jumps? This is like, because you always hear this debate, the tourist or the traveler. You're a real traveler if you do this. You're a tourist if you do this. And I totally get it. And we could riff on that. That could be a whole, I guess, other episode. Might as well put that into the notes, the tourist versus traveler We debate. do have an episode we're planning on doing of super touristy travel destinations that we think are awesome. That's so true. we're going to do that episode as well. That's true. And we'd love to get off the beaten path, go to local places, do all the cool traveler type things. But you know what? Like Travis said, it's really fun to just geek out and be a total nerdy tourist sometimes too. So we're not trying to fit in, not try to be local, not try to do anything like that. You're just, I'm here as a tourist to enjoy this place as a tourist. We're surrounded by other tourists who are possibly wearing oversized sweatshirts with various logos on it. There's, we're completely embracing the touristic nerdiness in this episode. And I don't know, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to jump into it. How about you? I am too. I think your honesty, Jace, I think the fact that you're ready to throw away all preconceived notions of how cool you are. That's why we are the number one rated travel podcast United. We're willing to go the extra mile. So let's dive right in to the 14 super touristy, but super awesome travel activities that we do. Start us off. Number seven on my list. Oh, oh the humanity, the shame of it. I cannot believe I'm going here. But it's the duck tours, my friend. That's the duck tours. so touristy. That's so touristy. Quack, quack, quack. They even give you quackers when you get on the boat. If you don't know what the duck tours are, <laughs> it's a hybrid boat slash bus thing that drives around cities. I don't know if they have it internationally, but they have it in the States. And when my wife came to visit in Philadelphia, I wanted to show her the city. We had like two hours in the city. So I was like, oh, there's that duck tour boat. Let's do that because you kind of see everything really quick. So what happens is the boat drives around. They give you these little whistles that that actually make a quacking sound. And you just cruise around the city. They announce all these different sites. The guide makes the cheesiest, punniest jokes you've ever Dude, you should heard. be a duck tour guide. That's your calling, probably, my friend. I probably should. <laughs> if uh, if this whole you know travel thing doesn't work out, I guess I'm going to go ahead and move on to the duck tour thing, which is still travel related, I guess. So. Of course. Anyway, the, the 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 thing, the thing, I'll call it the thing, the duck tour boat thing, takes you into the river or some body of water at some point where, which is kind of cool. That's like I go into a James Bond fantasy there, where there's like a little maybe like the wheels are coming in and you're like off, but you don't really go anywhere. You just kind of float in the river and like turn around and you're back on land in about 15 minutes. It's, it's, it's really pretty lame at the same time. You know, I've done a couple of them. It's not like I seek them out, which is why it's at number seven sure, on my list. But sure. I, You've I done a couple. A good, you must be seeking them out to some degree. I, I, you didn't, I've you didn't fall couple. onto a duck boat and it just took you underwater. <laughs> That's true. If I happen to walk by one and I haven't seen that much of the city, hey, I might jump on, get my quack on and cruise around on a duck tour. So that's my number seven. Dude, setting the bar very high or very low, depending on how we're looking at this here. Oh I, my goodness. I guess automatically, right off the bat, I feel good because I'm I'm ahead of you. I, I guess I should say I'm ahead. I'm not as nerdy yet because I've never done a duck tour, but my number seven is in that exact same vein. Funny how this happens. And that's boat tours. So the same idea, 
all these cities have like cruised down our river on a boat and we'll tell you about the history of it. And um, that's so touristy. And you know what? You're still ending up in the water on a tour. So I'm looping that in with the duck tours. Yeah, it's it's one. It's almost one and the same, except we don't get little quackers and whistles usually on ones that I haven't done. But me and Heather do this quite often and we really like it. We've done it in Porto, down the Douro River. We've done it down the Seine in Paris. We've done it in Washington, D.C., down the Potomac. I can't even... There's been you know, multiple places that, that we've done it, and it's pretty cool. Obviously, super touristy. Like Locals are not going on this thing. Super cool, though. You know, you get some history. Some are better than others, but you get some history about the place. It's cool to get out on the river, see the view from from that angle and things like that. So um, we do tend to do boat tours. Now, we did a boat tour in Thailand as well, where it was actually kind of cool because we went down the river and we did one on China. And those were like wooden boats. So then you have a guy kind of like with a long stick paddling you down. Still touristy, but makes you feel a little cooler because you're not just on some speedboat going up and down some hokey river in the middle of like Paris or something. Um, <laughs> But boat tours. So there we have it. Duck tours and boat tours you know, 14 and 13 on our collective lists. Then you're asking the question, what are you talking about? Water you talking about? Get oh, it? Water. Man. But I'm sorry. I am going to I am gonna go so deep and try so hard to pull every last stupid, lame pun and joke that I can well, think of. Well, this is the time to do episode. it. I'm going to get them all out. Yeah. This is like an apprenticeship for your duck tour operator license. Yeah. You know what? I mean, we're like, you know, traveling we're the location we're a location independent we're doing all this crazy stuff but you know what we we do like we said we like to get our our tourism on if you will i never thought i'd i'd say that maybe we should make some t-shirts get your get your tourist on baby get your tourist on all right my number six is this comes with a level of guilt in some ways and it's not like something i always do but when i'm doing it and i look out the window because we're talking rolling transportation again there's there's something that hits you just like, ah, oh, I'm so lame right now. You know, it's just like, and that's taking anything but local transportation. Now, when you go internationally to other countries, they have the local transportation, which I, I do love to take, and I don't shun local transportation. It's always like the cheapest option, but oftentimes it's the most slow option. So yeah, it might only be 50 cents. Even the to $5. slowest, the most slow or the yeah. slowest, whatever way you want to use your English here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The slowest option that, that that's, that's better. I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> but sometimes I'll be on the, and they literally call them tourist buses, right? Like, tourist buses. Yeah, they, they call them tourist buses. And sometimes on the bus, it even says, tourist bus and that could just mean like a little shuttle or something like that so literally it literally says i'm a tourist as i'm rolling i'm labeled a tourist and then i'll look over and i'll see like local transportation and i'll see like a dirty backpacker like doing it you know how i've done it and i will do it in the future but in that moment i'm just i just feel so guilty and kind of laying i'm like oh yeah i paid three times as much to take this tourist bus because i'm going to get there three times as fast and it's just easier but at the same time, man, I just feel like, oh, I'm being so touristy and lame. So touristy, but not that awesome, really. That's my number six. That is so touristy. And <laughs> I will give you an example of when we did it and I felt touristy, but I was glad I did it was when we were in India. And I really, my one regret was we didn't take any local transportation. Heather didn't want to. I don't blame her being a woman in India, but 
we, you know, I never got to get on a, one of those crazy buses or those crazy trains. Or it's like a dollar to get all the way across the country for 50 hours. But we hired a driver and it was $60 a day, still super cheap. He would drive us anywhere and we drove all the way across the northwest of the country. But I'd feel the same way because we'd be in all in these like little white cars. They seem to have like the, all that have the same car, little white cars. We drive around, we'd stop at like a place to eat and there'd be like eight other white cars there. And, you know, of course, it'd be all <laughs> tourists. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's nothing oh, yeah. more touristy other than like a huge group trip where we all funnel off of a big bus. This is about as touristy as you can go. It's it's like you're lumped in with the fancy pants crew, right? Right, you know? and that doesn't all about usually, pampering, Trav. Yeah, all about pampering. It's all about pampering. My number six, and I am ashamed with this, but I kind of like it as well. And that's using Yelp or TripAdvisor or any of those things for meal recommendations and places to mm. eat. And sometimes it works out. But sometimes, you know, and I always say uh, on the podcast, you've heard me say, like, ask locals where to go, ask locals where to eat, ask whoever's home you're staying at or the hostel place. And so I definitely do that. But there are times where I would just sit there, we'll be online. There's times, Jace, where we are literally like trying to find a place to eat and we sit on our computers for half an hour before that and we're like Googling. And then I'm like, I could have just went to like the front of the hostel and asked someone, why did I do it? I don't know. But you want to... I don't know why we do I, it. I've been there. I've been there, man. It's like you get that one meal. You're in the chance. You're like, I want to make the most of it. I want to find the best place. But yeah, it's uh, I I could have had that on the list easily. It just happened. So super touristy. You know, I'm That's not really so touristy. Oh, yeah, I'm not really proud of it. But it, and sometimes you find hidden gems, and sometimes it works out really well. But usually, it's better to ask someone. But I still do it. So there you go. Yeah, That's my number yeah. six. Cool. We're going to roll into number five here, and this is stemming off of boat trips. So it's sort of a form of a boat trip. And I, I can't even as, imagine what you're going to say. A form of a boat trip. Here we go. <laughs> it's what's known as a cruise. So it's a multi-day boat trip. And I've never been on really a proper cruise, to be honest with you. I haven't been on like the carnival cruise or whatever, where you go for a week and you you know, do some week or two week long thing. You're going in and out of ports and stuff like that. Just because I know the small cruises experiences I've had, although relaxing and enjoyable, which is why it's on my list, still would really suck. And I would go crazy if I had to do it for more than like two days. But the last cruise I took was Halong Bay in Vietnam. And it's just a great way to see Halong Bay. It's, it's the incredibly beautiful bay. You're out on the water. You've got these limestone rock formations and they're silhouetted and the sunsets and it's just absolutely so gorgeous. And it's just like a two night, three day thing. And it's really the only way you could go and you could rent a boat and you can figure all this stuff out and kind of do it independently, but it's a hassle. So it's just easier to kind of take a cruise. So. And by a cruise, it was a very pretty small ship, but we took one of the nicer ships, which still only cost a couple hundred bucks. The room was beautiful. We we pulled up to the boat, and the first sign that I knew, I, didn't, I had no idea what to expect, but the first sign I knew this was going to be pretty touristy in the sense that there's going to be a lot of activities planned and everything's kind of kind of be planned for you. And you're going to get a t-shirt kind of, and like a welcome drink, and they'll probably put a lay on your neck and be like, welcome yeah, to the cruise. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like... If the more things are planned, the the more it goes up on the scale of touristic, you sure. know, like, so we're going up to the boat and there was a person in like a, almost like a traditional Vietnamese mask that was painted and everything. And they were just like at the door, like waving to us as the boat was approaching with like 15 of us in. And I was just like, oh my goodness, here we go. And then we got on the boat and they gave us their, our schedules, which were all these day trips and different stuff, which 
my wife and I looked at each other. We're just like, okay, like, I guess we're doing all this stuff. And at first I was like rebelling. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to. I'm an independent traveler. I'm not the tourist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But eventually uh, we, we just did what it was. And actually it was super relaxing and very enjoyable. I and mean, we got to relax on the boat deck, got to just play cars, watch sunsets. We did day trips during the day on other smaller boats. We could jump off the boat and swim in the water and stuff like that. So uh, super highly recommended. So I put it as awesome on my list at number five, awesome and touristy. Because for me, the length of it is perfect. Like a two or three day type of cruise where you're just checking out an area, perfect. I still can't go there on the week long, the two week long, the 10 month long, whatever extravaganza. I can't do it, Travis. Unless it's a duck boat. Then you then you do any <laughs> length of time. I, I've never been on a, a long cruise myself. I will agree that that's, you know, travelers will say, travelers always say like cruises, no way, that's so touristy. But I've been on like a cruise ship before and i've done those smaller cruises they've only ever been a day and i think there's value there and again we're not degrading when we're saying that's so touristy we're saying we enjoy doing it so we're not degrading it in any way i know people who only do cruises is their only way of traveling and come back with some great stories different strokes for different folks that is super touristy though my (laughs) number five is pub crawls and yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I dude, they're great. I love finding local bars. I love stumbling upon bars haphazardly, better than a pub crawl, maybe. But the pub crawl takes you to cool bars, and I like cool oh, bars. Man. So I so wish this was on my list. Now that's great call. Yeah, it's it's touristy. Yeah, you get out in a group of people. Usually, it's you know it, you can sign up for it, or your hostel will do it, or your even your hotel or guest house, whatever. Super super touristy. You're out in a group of all other tourists who are doing it. You might even be in like a herd of like forty people, and you pay ten bucks. Here's your drink ticket, and you can get a free like wristband that glows in the dark and. You know, all types of stupid <laughs> stuff around it. But hey, they take you to cool pubs. We've done we've done it in a few different cities. We did a really cool one that actually wasn't that touristy in New York City, where it was a speakeasy tour. That was fantastic. But we also did, you know, we've done the super touristy ones in, in Lisbon with a hostel. And um, hey, it was just, it was awesome. So pub crawls, super, super touristy. But my number five, because they are really fun and they show you usually cool bars that you might stumble on yourself, but you might stumble into five really crappy, not fun bars before you find that diamond in the rough. So it kind of takes the guesswork out of it. Yeah, absolutely. There's something, again, we're going back to that scale, right? So the more things are planned out for you, the more touristy they are. It's also the less you have to think, the more right. touristy pub crawls, there is no thinking <laughs> happening, especially after your first three shots of absinthe that you get for free during the Lisbon pub crawl. Like, oh yeah, just here you go. And then we're going to basically herd you from bar to bar and no one knows what's going on. <laughs> That's so touristy. And it's going to be easy to segue into my number four, which as you know, Trav, I like to sometimes create these all-encompassing type of categories and maybe skirt the yeah, rules. Yeah, just catch-alls. Maybe skirt the rules just a little bit. But, you know, I, I actually, I just realized that what you just said is a little bit already on my list because my number four is almost anything with the group from the hostel. <laughs> and that's... All <laughs> I'm right. killing Travis right now because I just... I, you know, I cannot be specific sometimes, but it can be so fun. And it's a great way to meet people. Like you said, I won't go on and on about that because you just kind of broke that down. But whether it's a pub crawl or you know going to a party together or 
a day trip, a snorkeling trip or something. If you book it through the hostel, you end up with a bunch of people that are at the hostel. You're all staying there. You bond on the trip, you know, because it's like day one and, and you just got there. And I do recommend if you're just getting to a new town and you're like, you know, I, I just want to meet some friends, especially if you're traveling by yourself or even if you're with a, a couple or a friend or whatever, you just want some new conversation. It's like, hey, go do go book something through the hostel and like go do it because you're going to meet a bunch of people there. You're going to bond over whatever you do that day and you're going to make instant friends. So it's so touristy, but so awesome at That's the same time. That's so touristy, Jace. I 100% agree, though. Hanging out with people at the hostel is a great way to see the city and, and really just feel comfortable and I really like hostels that have activities. One of my favorite ever, the Lisbon Destination Hostel, had a different activity every night, and that's who we did the pub crawl with. So even though you're not being specific, I think everyone kind of knows what we're talking about, whether it's a pub crawl or a bike trip or, heaven forbid, a Segway tour, which did not make my super touristy list, only because it's not super awesome. Although I've ridden a Segway, they are super awesome. So maybe it should be (laughs) on there. But dude, nothing is more- I thought about that. Nothing's more touristy than a Segway tour, right? I've never done it, though, so I couldn't put it on. I've done tours, and I've ridden a Segway, but never together. I, I haven't done it, and I'm dying to try the Segway, and that sounds super nerdy, but that's so funny. Yeah, that is like the ultimate. You see the people leaning forward. You're like, oh, gosh, what are they doing? But I saw a guy, Trav, in Oslo, Norway, the other week, riding like a... It was like, I don't know if it's a new form of Segway, but it was like a unicycle Segway. It was something like Back to the Future, you know? It was like a wheel in the middle, and then the feet were on the sides, and he could ride it like a Segway, and he was just like riding down the sidewalk. I don't know if you've seen these things, but uh, apparently they're they're around, and I want to try one. Yeah, for anyone who wants to buy one, I've actually looked into buying a Segway after I wrote it, because I thought it's cool, and I looked on Alibaba.com. Now, all my credibility for anything in life is blown with this story. Alibaba.com is like the Chinese Amazon. They sell stuff for super, super cheap. I don't buy anything without first looking if it's on Alibaba because it's usually like a quarter of the price. So I looked for Segways because Segways expensive. I thought maybe I can buy one from there for pretty cheap. They have them? They have those little one-wheeled unicycle Segway things. I guess they're big over in China or at least they're produced in China. So they sell them on this website. They didn't have any actual Segways. They just had those whatever those things are called, the one-wheel mm-hmm. segues. So if you're interested in what Jason's talking about or, or you want to get Jason a birthday present or Christmas present, mm-hmm. Alibaba.com, just type in Segway. Those kind of weird things will pop up. My number four is right on right on the heels of pub crawls. So this is a little classier, and that's why I've made it number four. And as we go down our list... The idea is that they're just as touristy, but they're even more awesome, like stuff that there's no way we're giving this up. My number four is wine tasting. And Mm -hmm. again, super touristy when you go to an area. You can actually do it in groups. You can get in a van and they'll take you out to the wine region, all that kind of stuff. Or you can do it on your own. But it's a very tourist-driven activity. It's it's for people who are coming into the area and want to try out the local wines. I'm not a huge wine drinker, but I love wine tasting because... It's so just fun. fun. Yeah. So, so fun. Have you seen Sideways? I have seen the movie Sideways. Yeah. It's a good movie. They have, I think they have some tours based on that movie. So if you want to go, you know, geek out, like combine film and wine tours, there you go. I mean, that's, that's another way to just get further, even more geeky with it. Yeah. So wine tastes in the same vein as pub crawls, a tourist activity, but a really fun, interesting tourist activity. You can't really I mean, you could do it independently and you drive yourself around or bike around or whatever, but it's inherently pretty a pretty touristy activity. So that's so sure, touristy. Sure. <laughs> it's 
so touristy. I'm even calling Speaking myself of, out. <laughs> you got to call yourself out sometimes. This whole episode's about calling ourselves out. Number three for me is going to the famous place that's known for fill in the blank. It doesn't matter. So, for example, but it's so fun. And the reason why it's known, and I'm thinking food places specifically right now, is because it's usually so good. So, Trav and I took a trip in Portland when we were there hanging out to Salt and Straw. That's the name of it, right? Which is like a famous, yeah, it's a famous like uh, boutique sort of what's the word I'm looking for? Ice it's like, a, it's like an artisanal, it's like an okay. artisanal ice cream shop that has these very eclectic flavors. So you can get all these sort of weird combinations of flavor, like, you know, like a local bourbon and coffee mixed together or something like that. There's all these flavors. Anyway, it's the ice cream's so good, but you have to stand in line with all the rest of the tourists for however long an hour just to get ice cream. When you're looking at an ice cream place across the street where you could just go in and get a cone if you wanted, but no, you have to go to where it's known. You have to wait in line and you have to do it with all the tourists. And then you have to get a flight of ice cream and eat all four flavors. Cause that's what I did. Yeah. If you're Jason, you just go with the flight. Like, I can't decide. Give me the flight. They do a flight of ice cream. How cool is that? I will. Yeah. The eating uh, that that's especially hits home with me with the eating for sure. The everyone says you have to go here for the best burger in blah. Everyone says to go here for the best fries or this has the best whatever in the world. I don't care if it's touristy. If it's good, put it in my mouth, man. There, yeah, there's a reason why you hear about these things. Like it's it's it, it's popular for a reason, you know. It's it's so it's I don't know. I always like to check them out. It's fun for sure. I feel that same way with bars. I love going to as we kind of touched on with pub crawls, but you know, oh, this bar, you know, kind of breweries are like a very touristy thing to do. We could throw that in with wine tasting. I, I didn't have it its own thing, but going and and tasting flights of different beers, you know, pretty touristy, but really really fun. Um, so that's so touristy, Jason. So touristy <laughs> going to those food places. It's, Shame on you, my friend. True. My number three, even more touristy, I think. This this is now where I'm getting into like super touristy stuff. Although the duck tours, that's that's pretty good. Following maps. I, I love like, you know, no one wants to have a map out or a guidebook when they're walking in a city with a map in it because they want to look like they know where they're going. Like, oh yeah, just strut around, pretend you know where you're going. Dude, I don't care. Mm. I love maps and I love <laughs> yeah. figuring out cities. And I always, from the moment I touch down in one city, I want to know the lay of the land like right away. And I know that's not possible, but I love the geography of cities. I kind of like, I mean, I love meandering without a map and getting lost, but I like to know where stuff is. I'm I'm someone who's very curious by nature and who likes to know like, oh, here's the top, like we kind of talked about, top sandwich shop type of ice cream place. I like to kind of do those touristy things. So I will pull out the map. I'll pull out any map from the hostel or from the guidebook or anything. And I will have it with me. And Heather's always like, put that map away. You're making us look so touristy. I'm like, I don't care. I want to go certain place and I'm going to figure it out. So I pull the even, map You won't out. even try to hide it. No, not no, at all. It's not, not even all. hidden away. That You don't duck into the alley. You don't do that move where you like kind of like go to the ATM machine or whatever and you look at the map or you duck into the alley and try to just chill with it. Dude, I've never been suave enough in my life to pull off any type of thing like that. So why start now? <laughs> That's so 
touristy, man. <laughs> yes, I love it, it is. though. I'm a huge map guy too, and uh, I I can't wait to capture a picture of you next time we're hanging out, where you just full blown map mode, because I know I'm going to catch it at some point. I guess we'll move into number two. Like you said, we're in the top three now, so this is getting down to the nitty gritty and nerdy. Nerdy and, two, and awesome, though. Nerdy and awesome. And yeah, nerdy and awesome. Nerdy and awesome. Number two, food tours, man. Food tours are all the rage. I absolutely love food tours. We're back on the food again. You might notice a theme here because like Travis said, we'll both put anything <laughs> in our mouths that we run across. Love the food tours. And the food tours are great because you get the lay of the land a little bit, at least in certain neighborhoods, depending on where you take the food tour. And oftentimes, you know, a lot of these tours and stuff like that, it'll come down to how good the guide is, of course. But even if you have a bad guide on a food tour, you still get to taste a lot of different foods. So they might be awful explaining the history, explaining what it is, or or just it might not be a well-organized tour, but you still get the benefit of eating and drinking a lot of different things. And my buddy Kenny started a food tour in in Rome. He lives there. I went to college with him and it's Eating Italy Food Tours. So I, I'll, I'll actually mention that here because that's just the one of the most, that is the most outstanding food tour I've ever been on. And he teaches you about Italian food and you meet these locals and you go to a market and you go to like local neighborhoods. But yeah, food tours, man, I will sign up for a food tour and explore and eat whatever they put in front of me. I don't care what it is. I'm, I'm ready to go. That's so touristy. <laughs> yeah, I and I love it. I love every bit of that touristy activity of food tours. Food tours are awesome. I actually was going to put it on my list and figured it kind of went along with my number two. So I'll just get into my number two right away and touch on it. My number two is walking tours. So again, same basic premise. And that's why I didn't put food tours on specifically. A lot of the food tours are food slash walking. So you'll walk around the city. As Jay said, you'll get the lay of the land. I just really love, I love walking. I Like I said, I love getting the lay of the land. That's why I love the, having maps out. And I love learning about the little hidden crevices and the stuff that you, you know, you'd walk by a hundred times if you were just on your own and you have no idea that that used to be the bar that Edgar Allan Poe drank at or, you know, some random, probably even more obscure facts than that. So I love walking towards and they're really springing up all over the place. The, the thing I really like, my favorite walking tours are free walking tours. And I like that because it, as you said, the guide really makes all the difference, especially if there's no food involved, if it is just a straight walking tour. And so the free walking tours can run the gamut of, of really good and really bad. And, you know, you decide how much you give them at tips at the end. And I just think it's a really cool system because there have been times you know, I think they get more people to come because they know they don't have to put the money up front. But there have been plenty of times where I've had awesome walking tours. I had a great one in Bratislava. I had a great one in Sarajevo. And then we had a really bad one in Berlin. So just to give you some ideas. And we had an awesome one in Prague. And so, you know, I've tipped them more than I would have paid. Like I might say, well, I'm not going to pay $15 for a walking tour. You know, I could do it on my own. I can do it for free and get a map or something. But then if the tour has been awesome, I've given them $15 or $20 or something like that. So it's just a cool thing. Um, and there's, there's a website we'll link in the show notes. Um, there's a website that gives all the free walking tours. It kind of collates all the free walking tours in the world and all the cities around the world. And you can just find them and go. And so we have been doing it a lot. Like on our Eastern European trip, we did it, as I mentioned, in at least five different cities. 
And I'm actually interested to try to do it in a U.S. city, like one that I kind of already know about. Like a Philadelphia free walking tour would be great because I already know, I think I know about it, but I'm not, you know, there's a lot that I don't know. That would be really neat um, because you're not even going in blind. You kind of have an idea of what they're going to say and they might blow you away with it. So I love walking tours, man. If you put food in, even better. I I think what you just said, like being a tourist in your own town could have been maybe on the list, actually. Speaking of tourism, before I move into number one, I just got to ask you, Trav, walking tours? Because that's so touristy, dude. Well, I could get on a Segway. I could get on a Segway. <laughs> or I could get on a uni Segway or whatever they call them <laughs> and be really I'm so, cool. I'm still, I'm still racking my brain trying to think of something nerdier or more touristic than a Segway tour. And I just can't. There's nothing. I, I can't. My number nothing. one I mean, is maybe close to a Segway tour, but I just, whenever I see a Segway tour, I crack up. I just crack up. Yeah. Even though Segways, I yeah. told you I rode one. They're awesome to ride, but you just <laughs> look so goofy. And you got the guides like zipping around and like, you want a Segway tour? You want a Segway tour? We're in Prague. We must've got proposition by like, 15 different Segway tour operators in five minutes. I'm like, what the heck? How can you all afford to have Segway tours if no one seems to be going on them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there must be something with wearing the helmets on a tour that makes it, unless you're on a bike tour, I guess. We're into number one. This is this was tough. This was tough, Trav. And I think, I think you're going to appreciate this number one. And you, the listener, I hope you appreciate this because... This might be something, I know this is something, I guarantee you have done this at some point. Again, it's it's a little bit of a broad sort of suggested I, I, I would expect nothing less. Specific's but not it's, your it's, forte. But it is fairly specific because we're talking activities, tourist activities that we do, that we love, that are so awesome, right? And this is specific and it is an activity and that is taking the stereotypical picture wherever you are. So I'm talking like you're at the Leaning Tower of Pisa in Italy and you stand there and hold your hand up and pretend the tower's falling on you and it's like this optical illusion or you know, you're standing in front of the Eiffel Tower kissing or whatever is like the thing that like is probably the most embarrassing picture you could imagine taking. I love it. I love it, man. I do something called a gringo dance where we'll get up and we'll just dance like crazy morons in front of various sites all over the world. I did this in Cambodia. I've got more gringo dances coming from Nepal soon. I, I don't care. I will just get in front of any like typical tourist attraction thing and take the goofiest picture and just have a great time and not care who's looking because whatever. Traveling is all about having fun, right? And I want to be touristic sometimes. And I love, I guess I am a bit nerdy. I guess we're, that's where this episode's going. It's a full confessional of complete and utter nerdiness. That's my number one, taking the stereotypical picture because it's embarrassing and it's fun and who gives a crap because traveling's awesome and we love it. Dude, taking the stereotypical picture, that is so touristy, Jace. <laughs> so touristy <laughs> and so awesome that that is actually my number one. We didn't oh! talk about this ahead of time. No way! <laughs> Mine, my exact wordings were taking goofy photos around monuments. So everything that that entails, as Jason touched on, I have that leaning tower of Pisa pick. I have oh, yeah, the picture with me with my finger on top of smushing the Eiffel Tower. 
I have like all kinds of goofy pictures around the Taj Mahal. Like it's so touristy, especially very um, Asian touristy. Like they seem to love goofy pictures as well, which is why I love Asian tourists sometimes. It's so much fun though. Now we've actually branched out into video, like, you know, because we're doing video series and stuff, Chase. So it's even worse because I'll be doing some goofy thing on video and then I'll mess up what I'm supposed to say. And of course, we have to do it again. And Heather's like, everyone's looking at you. You know that, right? Because then you have a mic and a camera. So then you're really sticking mm-hmm. out. You're not just some dude who's getting a picture taken. And people yeah. just stare at me and stare at me. And then it gets harder because then they're staring. And then I mess up again. And it's like 30 minutes later, <laughs> I've been trying to film like a two-second video around a monument. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's-, that's so funny. That's so touristy and obviously i love it because it's my number one too and you're listening now and you might be thinking oh these guys plan this out no we don't we have no idea you could probably tell from the conversation what's on each other's list so it's a total shock and surprise every time we get to a new number so that's just so funny that you. i, had I mean i guess number one i guess that's it right i mean that has to that's the most touristy thing you can do yeah. because both well, of us agreed does this mean that nerdy, touristic minds think alike? That I think that's exactly, exactly what it means. Jace, so many funny things. In the, the duck boats thing, starting it off with that, you can't go wrong when you start a podcast off with talking about duck boats. Can't Guys, you? Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't think. I think this was awesome. Guys, I mean, you do touristy things, right? Like, come on, give us a little bit of. Please, please, please tell us you do. Yes, please. Don't leave us hanging here. So you can let us know. com slash tourist nerds. Let us know the funny, goofy travel activities that you just... They're super touristy, but they're super fun and you do them because you love doing it. You know, you can tweet us as well at Pack of Peanuts if you have pictures of you doing super dumb... I won't say dumb. Super dorky, super touristy, super nerdy things. That'd be awesome. If you have the Leaning Tower of Pisa pick, tweet us. Tweet us at Pack yeah. of Peanuts, at Zero to Travel. That'd be, that'd be sweet. Bonus points uh, if you tweet us a picture of you on a Segway. Huge bonus points if you're on a Segway. Double huge bonus points if you own a Segway. Double huge bonus points. <laughs> so there <laughs> yeah, you guys oh, yeah. go. Um, extra Pack and, of Peanuts. And if you own, oh, sorry, if you own a Segway, can we borrow it sometime? Uh, that that kind of <laughs> goes without true. saying. We'll travel there. Yeah. We'll travel near and far to get on a Segway. Yeah. com slash tourist nerds. Don't leave us hanging. Another thing, if you guys like what we're doing, let us know. We want to know show topics. We came, Jace came up with this one. I thought it was super fun. We ran with it. I hope you liked it as well. You can obviously email me, Trav, at Extra Pack of Peanuts. You can, as we keep saying, show us your tweets at Pack of Peanuts. And of course, you can leave us a review on iTunes. I'm going to read a featured review today. I found one that I really like, Jay, so I'm going to give this a go. It comes from Terry Ross, and it says, Terrific resource. Travis is a terrific resource for learning the ropes on travel. The podcasts are very informative. He has great guest speakers. Thank you for all you do. Short and sweet. Thank you, Terry Ross. I hope you're enjoying Podcast Gluttony, which has now spanned all the way into October. I hope you're enjoying Jason and all the cool things that he brings his podcast. Guys, show him some love, right? Give us a review. Put me, Jason, on there. Put Heather on there. Lots of cool guests that we've come on. So let us know. You can leave us a review on iTunes. There you have it. Thank you, everyone. And until tomorrow, 
Happy free travels, my friends. Cheers. <laughs>